Amen. Amen. So glad you guys are here. 7 p.m. again. Um, praise the Lord. So glad to be with each and every one of you. Um, as you have noticed, uh, I have cut my coronavirus uh, sideburns. Um, the powers that be, predominantly my, uh, my wife, um, Mr. Donald Trump, uh, Mike Pence, um, just some pretty influential people in my life. Um, um, Jesus, uh, I felt I needed to um, get rid of that and it was time as the virus continues to uh, recede and go down. Um, I'm being funny, but uh, it, was, it was time to go ahead and um, cut, cut my sideburns off. Um, but I do want to start with prayer um, and uh, kind of help us with this, uh, with this thought here today. Uh, Jesus, I pray, God, that you watch over us. I know, Lord, at this moment there is a lot of distractions in our life. I pray, God, bring each and every distraction uh, under your control. Help us to focus, God, on the word tonight. Let us dig deep, Lord. Let us hear from you, Jesus. Um, let us, God, be um, impacted by you. And we love you. We worship you in your precious name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to talk about a very pivotal character uh, in the scriptures, and that is Mr. Noah. Um, it's amazing. He found grace in the sight of God, um, and he was given the task of building something he's never imagined before or he's ever heard of was an ark. It's very detailed instructions from God what to do, how wide, how big, one door, one window what to use, what kind of tar to use. And then on top of that, the catastrophe that's going to come, he has no idea what it is because it's never ever rained before. So he has no idea of what God is talking about, but he has faith and he trusts and he builds this ark. It takes him about 100 years, 120 years. Um, and he builds this ark with his three sons. Uh, and then he gets all these animals and of course, nobody joins him. Because people think he's lost his mind. Um, sure enough, they get in there, they wait. And what's interesting is God closes the door. And then it begins to rain. A catastrophe. The entire world begins to be engulfed by water. It's just not water coming down from the sky. I mean, it's raining extremely hard and... And, but it's water coming gushing out of the ground. So it's water coming from all over. And it affects the entire world. And here is Noah with his family and a bunch of animals in an ark. Trapped as the door is closed because they're not the ones that closed it. God did. And this water begins to come and it gushes up and it gushes up. And eventually it goes over 20 feet above the highest mountains. This big, big global catastrophe takes all kinds of human life. And here is Noah trapped inside of an ark. What happened to all the anim animal feces? What happened... Uh, feces is poop, just so you will know. What happens to... Um, the smells, what happens, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's no showers, there's one window, I mean, how hot is it, um, is everybody getting on each other's nerve, I mean, how big of an arc, you know, are we talking about here, does everybody have their own quarters, 
all trapped for 40 days, just sitting there in the ark. And by the way, there's no controlling mechanism here. It is being controlled by God. Now, how scary is that? You have no control. You're trapped in this ark and it's just moving left and right, moving and you could hit something that could be happening. I mean, you don't know. You don't know. It's all over the place. And here is where I want to start. I think this is, this kind of paints the picture of how, of a crazy event this was. Uh, it's even found in different cultures about this great flood. Uh, it's pretty scary. You can find it in different scripture, um, different um, uh, um, architects and ruins where they actually talk about this great flood. Uh, Gilgamesh is one of them. Um, so it's, it's, it, it talks about this catastrophe, catastrophe this, this, this flood that covered the entire world. Um, and um, what's interesting is um, all cultures have this story. So it's, it, it points right back to Noah. That's, there's a, that's pretty interesting. But here it is. Here's Noah in an ark with his family and a bunch of animals. And they're just floating left and right, left and right, left and right. Um, and then they're just waiting. It's raining. They can't leave. They've never been in a boat before. Some people could be seasick. You know, getting queasy. Some people are probably throwing up. There's one window. There's no AC. No modern comforts here. But here's this, again, here's a scripture I want to talk about. And this is Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. But God, I love when that starts like that, but God. It, it says this scenario, this, 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 this destructive catastrophe, catastrophe, this terrible, terrible situation. And you always have that, but God, but God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the domestic animals that were with him in the ark. God remembered. I don't think God forgot. You know, I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot about Noah. No, no, no. But, but God wanted Noah to, re, you know, to know that God remembered him. And God caused a wind to blow over the earth. And watch this. And the waters receded. As quickly as the flood came, as water began to come from the top and the bottom, and the entire world is engulfed in water, this terrible catastrophe. But, but God, remember Noah, and the waters receded. Great deal of humanity was lost. Actually, all, all of them, except six. But the waters receded. All the animals, every single one of them, were lost. But the waters receded. Every plant life, every tree, every shrub, flower, everything on the earth was completely destroyed. But 
my dear brothers and sister, the waters receded. And you, my dear brother and sister, are just like Noah. Right now you feel trapped inside of a house. You feel like you're in an ark. Kind of trying to keep everything afloat. Trying to keep the peace between family members. Making sure no one goes too crazy. And you're just told to stay put. And God says, I remember you and my covenant. And he throws a big, big wind. And the waters begin to recede. Yes, this pandemic has been destructive. And it's been of biblical proportions. But the waters are receding. We've lost friends. Some of you have lost your loved ones. Some of you lost your mind, being trapped, but the waters are receding. Some of us have been devastated financially and we're scratching our heads going, I don't know how this is all going to work out. I have more bills than I have money, but the waters are receding. God remembers his covenant. God remembers his promises. He is not some fake God. He is not made with straw and some empty God with empty promises. No, when he makes promises, he fulfills them. And he remembers you. And he remembers his promises. And he's saying the waters, my dear brother and sister, are receding. The waters are receding and life is going to be made new. Do you believe that? Do you believe your life can be made new? Do you believe that the waters are receding? That God has remembered you and knows exactly where you are. The waters are receding. I pray that that we take this time and we remember not to take anything for granted. Not to take going to the grocery store and getting simple things for granted. That we remember where our faith is in. Do you know that the waters are receding? Some of them have already receded. Soon we'll look back and we'll laugh at this time. Some of us will weep. But the waters are receding. God is working it out. And he has remembered you. He has made a covenant with you. And he remembers all the promises. Can I say something? The flood was his idea. He caused it. Not to say this virus was God's idea, but he is using it. 
this pandemic. But the waters are receding, my dear brothers and sisters. Let's pray. Jesus. Jesus. I know you remember me, God. Sometimes I forget the God I serve. Sometimes I forget, God, the promises you made me. Lord, I'm devastated financially, emotionally, Lord. Psychologically, Jesus. I've lost loved ones or friends. And I pray, God, let me know that you're thinking of me. That you remembered me, God. And God, that you are causing the waters to recede. You are causing the chaos to come to order, Lord. You are putting back things in order, Lord. You are putting everything where it's supposed to be. And I pray, Lord, let our order of priorities, what we value, God, be restructured in this process. Let us value you, Lord. Let us value human connection, Jesus. Maybe the next time we're in church, Lord, we won't be so quick to leave. Maybe we'll go ahead and linger a little bit, Lord, and spend one time with one another, Jesus. Maybe we won't be so quick, Lord God, to say goodbye to our friends and our loved ones. And we'll spend a little longer time with each other. Lord, I know that you remember me. And Lord, the waters are receding. And God you're going to take care of everything. We put it in your hands, Jesus. We put it in your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. And I pray that you be with us tomorrow at 7 p.m. And continue to be plugged in. Please, please comment. Um, if you want to go ahead and mention my name, if you want to share it so I can get more views. Um, I know you're not supposed to look at those numbers, but I do, and I'm extremely carnal. Um, and <laughs> I'm being funny. <laughs> but please do comment and, and, and be engaged with us during these videos as it is one way for us to connect and um, as well as be connected with us in, um, in our small groups. Thank you again. God bless you. We love you. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at 7.